First Chronicles chapters 11 and 12. All Israel came together to David at Hebron and said, Here we are, your own flesh and blood. Even when Saul was king, you led us out to battle and brought us back. The Lord your God also said to you, You will shepherd my people Israel and be ruler over my people Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king at Hebron. David made a covenant with them at Hebron in the Lord's presence, and they anointed David king over Israel, in keeping with the Lord's word through Samuel. David and all Israel marched to Jerusalem, that is Jebus, the Jebusites who inhabited the land were there. The inhabitants of Jebus said to David, you will never get in here. Yet David did capture the stronghold of Zion, that is the city of David. David said, whoever is the first to kill a Jebusite will become chief commander. Job, son of Zeruiah, went up first, so he became the chief. Then David took up residence in the stronghold. Therefore, it was called the city of David. He built up the city all the way around from the supporting terraces of the surrounding parts. And Job restored the rest of the city. David steadily grew more powerful, and the Lord of hosts was with him. The following were the chiefs of David's warriors, who, together with all Israel, strongly supported him in his reign to make him king, according to the Lord's word about Israel. This is the list of David's warriors. Josh-Obeam, son of Hakmani, was chief of the thirty. He wielded his spear against three hundred and killed them at one time. After him, Eleazar, son of Dodo, the Ahohite, was one of the three warriors. He was with David at Pass Damim. When the Philistines had gathered there for battle, there was a portion of a field full of barley where the troops had fled from the Philistines. But Eleazar and David took their stand in the middle of the field and defended it. They killed the Philistines, and the Lord gave them a great victory. Three of the thirty chief men went down to David to the rock cave to the rock at the cave of Adullam while the Philistine army was encamped in the valley of Rephaim. At that time David was in the stronghold, and a Philistine garrison was at Bethlehem. 
David was extremely thirsty and said, If only someone would bring me water to drink from the well at the city gate of Bethlehem. So the three broke through the Philistine camp and drew water from the well at the gate of Bethlehem. They brought it back to David, but he refused to drink it. Instead, he poured it out to the Lord. David said, I would never do such a thing in the presence of God. How can I drink the blood of these men who risked their lives? For they brought it at the risk of their lives, so he would not drink it. Such were the exploits of the three warriors. Abish Ai, Job's brother, was the leader of the three. He raised his spear against 300 men and killed them. Gaining a reputation among the three, he was more honored than the three and became their commander, even though he did not become one of the three. Ben Aiah, son of Jehoiada, was the son of a brave man from Kabzeel, a man of many exploits. Ben Aiah killed two sons of Ariel of Moab and went down into a pit on a snowy day and killed a lion. He also killed an Egyptian who was seven and a half feet tall, even though the Egyptian had a spear in his hand like a weaver's beam. Benaiah went down to him with the club, snatched the spear out of the Egyptian's hand, and then killed him with his own spear. These were the exploits of Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, who had a reputation among the three warriors. He was the most honored of the thirty, but he did not become one of the three. David put him in charge of his bodyguard. The fighting men were Job's brother Asahel, Elhanan, son of Dodo of Bethlehem, Shemoth the Hararite, Helez the Pelanite, Ira, son of Ikesh, the Tekoite, Abiezer the Anathothite, Sibikai the Hushathite, Ilai the Ohahite, Mararari the Netophathite, Helid, son of Bana, the Netophathite, Ithai, son of Ribai, from Gilead, of the Benjaminites, Benaiah, the Pirithonite, her Ai from the Wadis of Gash, Abiel, the Arbathite, Asmaveth, the Baromite, 
L-E, Haba, the Shalbanite, the sons of Hashem, the Gizanite, Jonathan, son of Shagi, the Hararite, Ahayim, son of Sakar, the Hararite, Eliphal, son of Ur, Hefer, the Mekarathite, Ahijah, the Pelanite, Hezro, the Carmelite, Nari, son of Esbi, Joel, the brother of Nathan, Mibhar, son of Hagri, Zelek, the Ammonite, Nahari, the Berethite, the armor-bearer for Job, son of Zeruiah, Ira, the Ithrite, Gerub, the Ithrite, Uriah, the Hittite, Zabad, son of Alei, Adina, son of Shizza, the Reubenite, chief of the Reubenites, and thirty with him, Hana, son of Makah, Jashophat, the Mithnite, Uzziah, the Ashtirathite, Shema, and Jael, the sons of Hotham, the Oerite, Jadiel, son of Shimri, and his brother Joha, the Tizite, Aliel, the Mahavite, Jerobai, and Jashaviah, the sons of Elnam, Ithma the Moabite, Eliel, Obed, and Jasiel, the Mesobeite. First Chronicles chapter 12. The following were the men who came to David at Ziklag, while he was still banned from the presence of Saul, son of Kish. They were among the warriors who helped him in battle. They were archers who could either they were archers who could use either the right or the left hand, both to sling stones and shoot arrows from a bow. They were Saul's relatives from Benjamin. Their chief was Ahizer, son of Shelemah, the Gibeathite. Then there was his brother Joash, Jeziel, and Pelet, sons of Asmaveth, Barakah, Jehu, the Anathothite, Ishmaiah, the Gibeonite, a warrior among the thirty and a leader over the thirty, Jeremiah, Jahaziel, Johanan, Josabad, the Gadarethite, Eluzai, Jeremoth, Beeliah, Shemariah, Shephatiah, and Harufite, Elkanah, Ishhiah, Aserel, Joezer, and Jashobim, the Korathites, and Jola, and 
Zebediah, the sons of Jeroham, from Gedor. Some Gadites defected to David at his stronghold in the desert. They were fighting men, trained for battle, expert with shield and spear. Their faces were like the faces of lions, and they were as swift as gazelles on the mountains. Ezer was the chief, Obadiah second, Eliab third, Mishmana fourth, Jeremiah fifth, Atai sixth, Eliel seventh, Johanan eighth, Elzabad ninth, Jeremiah 10th, and Machban Ai 11th. These Gadites were army commanders. The least of them was a match for a hundred, and the greatest of them for a thousand. These are the men who crossed the Jordan in the first month when it was overflowing all its banks and put to flight all those in the valleys to the east and to the west. Other Benjaminites and men from Judah also went to David at the stronghold. David went out to meet them and said to them, If you have come in peace to help me, my heart will be united with you. But if you have come to betray me to my enemies, even though my hands have done no wrong, may the God of our ancestors look on it and judge. Then the Spirit took control of Amos Ai, chief of the 30. And he said, we are yours, David. We are with you, son of Jesse. Peace, peace to you and peace to him who helps you for your God helps you. So David received them and made them leaders of his troops. Some Manessahites defected to David when he went with the Philistines to fight against Saul. However, they did not help the Philistines because the Philistine rulers sent David away after a discussion. They said, it will be our heads if he defects to his master Saul. When David went to Ziklag, some men from Manasseh defected to him. Adnah, Josabad, Jediel, Michael, Josabad, Elihu, and Zelothai, chiefs of thousands in Manasseh. They helped David against the raiders, for they were all brave warriors and commanders in the army. At that time, men came day after day to help David until there was a great army, like an army of God. 
the numbers of the armed troops who come the numbers of the armed troops who came to David the numbers of the armed troops who came to David at Hebron to turn Saul's kingdom over to him according to the Lord's word were as follows from the Judah Heights 6,800 armed troops bearing shields and spears from the Simeonites 7,100 brave warriors ready for war from the Levites 4,600 in addition to Jehoiada leader of the house of Aaron with 3,700 men and Zadok, a young brave warrior with 22 commanders from his own ancestral house, from the Benjaminites, the relatives of Saul, 3,000. Up to that time, the majority of the Benjaminites maintained their allegiance to the house of Saul. From the Ephraimites, 20,800 brave warriors. From the Ephraimites, 20,800 brave warriors who were famous men in their ancestral houses. From half the tribe of Manasseh, 18,000 designated by name to come and make David king from the Iscarites who understood the times and knew what Israel should do. 200 chiefs with all their relatives under their command from Zebulun, 50,000 who could serve in the army trained for battle with all kinds of weapons of war, with one purpose, to help David. From Naphtali, 1,000 commanders accompanied by 37,000 men with shield and spear. From the Danites, 28,600 trained for battle. From Asher, 40,000 who could serve in the army, trained for battle from across the Jordan, from the Reubenites, Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh, 120,000 men equipped with all the military weapons of war. All these warriors lined up in battle formation came to Hebron, fully determined to make David king over all Israel. All the rest of Israel was also of one mind to make David king. They spent three days there, eating and drinking with David, for their relatives had provided for them. In addition, their neighbors from as far away as Issachar, Zebulun, and Naphtali came and brought food 
on donkeys, camels, mules, and oxen. Abundant provisions of flour, fig cakes, raisins, wine, and oil, oxen, and sheep. Indeed, there was joy in Israel. Hebrews chapter 13. Let brotherly love continue. Don't neglect to show hospitality, for by doing this, some have welcomed angels as guests without knowing it. Remember the prisoners as though you were in prison with them and the mistreated as though you yourselves were suffering bodily. Marriage must be respected by all and the marriage bed kept undefiled because God will judge immoral people and adulterers. Your life should be free from the love of money. Be satisfied with what you have, for he himself has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Therefore, we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Remember your leaders who have spoken God's word to you as you carefully observe the outcome of their lives. Imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yesterday, today, and forever. Yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Don't be led astray by various kinds of strange teachings, for it is good for the heart to be established by grace and not by foods, since those involved in them have not benefited. We have an altar from which those who serve the tabernacle do not have a right to eat. For the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into the most holy place by the priest as a sin offering are burned outside the camp. Therefore, Jesus also suffered outside the gate so that he might sanctify the people by his own blood. Let us then go to him outside the camp, bearing his disgrace. For we do not have an enduring city here. Instead, we seek one to come. Instead, We seek the one to come, for we do not have an enduring city here. Instead, we seek the one to come. Therefore, through him, 
let us continually offer up to God a sacrifice of praise. That is, the fruit of our lips that confess his name. Don't neglect to do what is good and to share. For God is pleased with such sacrifices. Obey your leaders and submit to them. For they keep watch over your souls as those who will give an account so that they can do this with joy and not with grief. For that would be unprofitable for you. Pray for us. For we are convinced that we have a clear conscience wanting to conduct ourselves honorably in everything. And I especially urge you to pray that I may be restored to you very soon. Now, may the God of peace. Now, may the God of peace. Now, may the God of peace who brought up from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, with the blood of the everlasting covenant, equip you with all that is good to do his will, working in us what is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ. Glory belongs to him forever and ever. Amen. Brothers, I urge you to receive this message of exhortation. For I have written to you briefly. Be aware that our brother Timothy has been released. If he comes soon enough, he will be with me when I see you. Greet all your leaders and all the saints. Those who are from Italy greet you. Grace be with all of you. Amos chapter 7. The Lord God showed me this. He was forming a swarm of locusts at the time the spring crop first began to sprout after the cutting of the king's hay. When the locusts finished eating the vegetation of the land, I said, Lord God, please forgive how will Jacob survive since he is so small? The Lord relented concerning this. It will not happen, he said. The Lord. The Lord God showed me this. The Lord God was calling for a judgment by fire. It consumed the great deep and devoured the land. Then I said, Lord God, please stop. How will Jacob survive since he is so small? The Lord relented concerning this. This will not happen either, said the Lord God. He showed me this. The Lord was standing there by a vertical wall with the plumb line in his hand. 
the Lord asked me, What do you see, Amos? I replied, A plumb line. Then the Lord said, I am setting a plumb line among my people Israel. I will no longer spare them. Isaac's high places will be deserted, and Israel's sanctuaries will be in ruins. I will rise up against the house of Jeroboam with the sword. Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, sent word to Jeroboam, king of Israel, saying, Amos has conspired against you right here in the house of Israel. The land cannot endure all his words, for Amos has said this. Jeroboam will die by the sword, and Israel will certainly go into exile from its homeland. Then Amaziah Amaziah said to Amos, Go away, you seer. Flee to the land of Judah. Earn your living and give your prophecies there. But don't ever prophesy at Bethel again, for it is the king's sanctuary and a royal temple. So Amos answered Amaziah, I was not a prophet or a son of a prophet. Rather, I was a herdsman, and I took care of sycamore figs. But the Lord took me from following the flock and said to me, Go, prophesy to my people Israel. Go, prophesy to my people Israel. Now hear the word of the Lord. You say, do not prophesy against Israel. Do not preach against the house of Isaac. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. Your wife will be a prostitute in the city. Your sons and daughters will fall by the sword. And your land will be divided up with the measuring line. You yourself will die on pagan soil. And Israel will certainly go into exile from its homeland. Luke chapter 2. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole empire should be registered. The first registration took place while Quirinius of Syria was governing governing. So everyone went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family line of David. 
to be registered along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. Then she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him snugly in cloth and laid him in a feeding trough because there was no room for him. Then she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him snugly in cloth and laid him in a feeding trough because there was no room for them at the lodging place. In the same region, shepherds were staying out in the fields and keeping watch at night over their flock. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But an angel said to them, Don't be afraid, for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, a Savior who is Messiah, the Lord, was born for you in the city of David. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in cloth and lying in a feeding trough. Suddenly, there was a great multitude of the heavenly host with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to people he favors. When the angels had left them and returned to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go straight to Bethlehem and see what has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. Let's go straight to Bethlehem. Let's go straight to Bethlehem and see what has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. They hurried off and found both Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the feeding trough. After seeing them, they reported the message they were told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary was treasuring up all these things in her heart and meditating on them. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard, just as they had been told. When the eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus. The name was given by the angel before he was conceived. 
he was named Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived. And when the days of their purification according to the law of Moses were finished, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male will be dedicated to the Lord and to offer sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. There was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout looking forward to Israel's consolation. And the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he saw the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, he entered the temple complex when the parents brought in the child, Jesus, to perform for him what was customary under the law. Simeon took him up in his arms, praised God, and said, Now, Master, you can dismiss your slave in peace as you promised. For my eyes have seen your salvation. You have prepared it in the presence of all peoples. A light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory to your people Israel. His father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and told his mother Mary, Indeed, this child is destined to cause the fall and rise of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be opposed, and the sword will pierce your own soul, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, a daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was well along in years, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and was a widow for 84 years. She did not leave the temple complex, serving God night and day with fasting and prayers. At that very moment, she came up and began to thank God and to speak about him to all 
who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had completed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The boy grew up and became strong, filled with wisdom, and God's grace was on him. Every year, his parents traveled to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When he was 12 years old, they went up according to the custom of the festival. After those days were over, as they were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but his parents did not know it. Assuming he was in the traveling party, they went a day's journey. When they began looking for him among their relatives and friends, when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After three days, they found him in the temple complex, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all those who heard him were astounded at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why were you searching for me? He asked them. Didn't you know that I had to be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. His mother kept all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and with people. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and with people 